Well, I want to start by putting your mind at ease that I don't intend to preach. I simply want to give you the opportunity to hear the story of Christmas. It's a story you know. It's the same story we told last year and the year before, but it is a story that is true. And it's a story that has changed everything. So I want to invite you to hear not my words about Christ, but God's words about Christ, what he says about himself and about his coming. The story begins in the Gospel of Luke. We're told in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin who was betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel came to her and he said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But Mary was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son. You should call his name Jesus. He will be great. He will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he's going to reign over the house of Jacob forever. Of his kingdom, there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How could this be? Because I'm a virgin. And the angel answered her, the Holy Spirit's going to come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, she has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For nothing is impossible with God. Angels, Mary said to the angel, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. The angel departed from her. In those days, Mary arose and she went with haste into the hill country, to the city of Judah. She went into the house of Zechariah and she greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary... The baby in her womb leaped. Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, and she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this been granted to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For when I heard the sound of your greeting in my ear, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Oh, Blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what the Lord had spoken to her. Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in the God, my Savior. For he has looked upon the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on, 
all generations will call me blessed because he who is mighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. And his mercy is for all those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their heart. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones. He has exalted those of humble estate. Those who are hungry, he has given good things. The rich, yes, in a way empty. But he has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy to Abraham and to his offspring forever. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and she returned to her home. The Gospel of Matthew tells us that the birth of Jesus Christ took place this way. When his Mary mo mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Now Joseph, being a just man and not willing to put her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, an angel of the Lord came to him in a dream, said, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for the child that is in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will conceive and bear a son, and you will call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what was written by the prophet. Behold, the virgin will conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from his dream, he did all that the Lord had commanded him through the angel. He took his wife, but he knew her not until she'd given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Now, in those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the, the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. So all went to be registered, each to his own town, and Joseph also went up. He went from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judah, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem. He was of the house and lineage of David. He went to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger. There was no place for them in the inn. And there was, in that same region, shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. But the angel said, fear not, for I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the peoples. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find the baby wrapped in swallowing cloths lying in a manger. And then suddenly there was 
with that angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, those shepherds said to one another, let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened that the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste. And they found Mary and Joseph and that baby lying in the manger. And when they had seen it, they made known the saying that had been said to them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things in her heart, pondering them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had seen and heard, just as it had been told to them. At the end of the eighth day, when he was circumcised, they called his name Jesus, that name given to them by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Now, when the time for their purification came, according to the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took the child and went up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. There was in Jerusalem a man named Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. He was filled with the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit had revealed to him this, that he would not see death until he had seen the Lord's Christ. And so he went in the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought the child Jesus to do according to the custom of the law, Simeon took the baby and he blessed God saying, Lord, now let your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen the salvation of the Lord prepared in the presence of all peoples. A light of revelation for the Gentiles and the glory of his people Israel. And when his mother and father heard all that was said of him, they marveled. The angel, excuse me, Simeon, said to Mary, This child is appointed for the rise and the fall of many in Israel, and also to be opposed. And you yourself will have a sword pierced through your soul also. Also in the temple, there was a prophetess named Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived for seven years with her husband from the time when she was a virgin, and then living as a widow until she was 84. And she didn't depart from the temple, staying there, worshiping with prayer and fasting night and day. And at that very hour, she came up, giving thanks to God, and began telling of this child to all 
who were awaiting redemption of Jerusalem. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, during the reign of Herod the king, wise men came from the east to Jerusalem saying, where is he who has been born the king of the Jews? Because we saw his star and we have come to worship him. This troubled Herod very much and all of those in Jerusalem. So he summoned the chief priest and the scribes of the people and asked them where the Christ was to be born. And they said, in Bethlehem, to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet. Oh, Bethlehem, you are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, because from you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. When Herod heard this, he summoned the wise men secretly and inquired of them when the star had appeared. And then he sent them to Bethlehem saying, go, search diligently for the child. And when you find him, send word to me that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, the wise men went on their way. And behold, the star that they had seen, when it rose, it went before them. And it came to rest over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And they went into the house. And they saw the child and his mother Mary. And they fell down and worshipped him. And opening their treasures, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And then, having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they returned to their land by a different way. Long ago, at many times and in many places, God has spoken to our fathers through the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed the heir of all things through whom he also created the world. Jesus is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. In him, all the fullness of God is pleased to dwell. He was in the form of God, but did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, being found in the likeness of men. And he had to be made like his brothers in every respect so that he could be a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God. So he could make propitiations for the sins of the people. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory. Glory is of the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. And of his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. The law came through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God. He who is at the Father's side, he has made him known. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, 
so that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. In this, the love of God has been made manifest among us, that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. And this is the love of God. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, for our sake he became poor, so that we, through his poverty, might become rich. Those who walked in darkness have seen a great light. And those who dwelt in the land of deep darkness, on them light has shone. For to us a child is born. To us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. On the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish and to uphold it in justice and in righteousness from this time forth forevermore. This church is the story of our hope. This is the source of our joy. This is the foundation of our salvation. This church, this is the story of Christmas.